Welcome to Healthline 3. I'm Nate Fluharty and today we are talking with Dr. James Barnes from the Highland Clinic and an important topic today, ways that you can safely and effectively lose some serious weight. So over the next half hour, make sure if you have any questions, you pick up the phone, give us a call 318-219-4569 and we will get some answers for you or maybe the health of someone that you care deeply about, someone in your family that may be impacted with obesity, uh, some serious weight, and they want to lose that safely again and effectively. We've talked to Dr. Barnes before, and today's topic will be bariatric surgery. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, so let's get rocking and rolling, Dr. Barnes. First off, I want to thank you so much for being back in here today, and uh, I think this is a very timely thing. Um, a lot of Americans, a lot of folks here in the Arklatex, uh, have some some serious weight they want to lose and I think that this is a great way to do that. Yeah and you know morbid obesity is so prevalent here in this area. I mean when, when you, you know you see the the top 10 list of obese states or obese cities I mean Louisiana is always in the top 10. Yeah. Interestingly Shreveport is always in the top 10 of all cities in the whole country. Wow. Shreveport is is um, way up there and so uh, I mean, it's a problem everywhere, but we see it a lot here. And I think, you know, I think part of that is just the diet in this area. I think some of it's genetic. I think that's a component to it as well. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's definitely a, a problem here and it's a health issue. And that's, that's a lot of times why we really get into aggressively treating morbid obesity because it has such a negative impact on people's health. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, especially as we get older, you know, people in their 20s and 30s that are overweight, and we operate on a lot of those folks too, but they're generally still, you know, relatively healthy. But as we get into our 40s and 50s, uh, all those medical problems just start creeping in at that weight. And so the diabetes, high blood pressure, sleep apnea, reflux, uh, joint problems, knees, back, you know, I, I could give you another 20, 30 things that are just caused or worsened by obesity. And so, um, you know, we just see people get dramatically healthier after surgery. That is uh, great that you point that out too, because oftentimes, you know, people get to a certain level, they're wondering, man, where did this weight come from? What, what did I do so wrong? And they just, one day you look in the mirror and it's like, wow, yeah, I had a level it, that I didn't think I'd get. And it's very insidious. It creeps on slowly. And yeah. so, you know, you don't gain 100 pounds overnight, but, you know, you pound here, a pound there, and all of a sudden, 10 years later, uh, you're at a place that you never thought you would be at. And yeah. so, uh, so it does sort of come on slowly like that. Um, and, and then, you know, people just, you know, by the time they come see me, they've finally, you know, gotten to that point where, they recognize, you know, where they've gotten and, you know, looking at options to, to get back to yeah. what they used to know. And sadly for a lot of folks, it's not as easy as I'm just going to, I'm going to change my diet. I'm going to drink more water. I'm going to jump on a treadmill. For some folks, uh, bariatric surgery, you know, could be their only option and the only life-saving option that they could potentially have. So let's break that down for folks right now that are watching. What exactly is bariatric surgery? Yeah, so bariatric surgery, um, and there are a lot of different operations over the years that have been done. Uh, you know, bariatric surgery started, you know, 75 years ago, so it's not a wow. new concept. Um, uh, the operations, a lot of them have sort of come and gone over that time. Uh, what we focus on now are two operations that we do, which is the gastric bypass 
Uh, and actually that one's been around for over 50 years. So hmm. that we have a long track record with that operation. Still the most common operation that I do for weight loss. Uh, so the gastric bypass and then the sleeve gastrectomy is the other operation that we do. Interesting. Uh, there's pros and cons to both and that's you know one of the things that we spend a lot of time talking about with new patients and, and uh, to help them sort of decide what's going to be the better option for them. Uh, but both are great operations. Uh, we see a substantial weight loss, usually 60 to 75% of, of their excess body weight they lose with surgery. Uh, and for most people, this is a long-term weight loss. They're gonna keep this off for the rest of their life. That is so important too. And we'll talk in just a little bit about how your team supports people along with this process. But you know, for uh, people maybe sitting at home right now talking about, oh, I got a couple extra pounds. Um, what, who would be an ideal candidate when it comes to getting bariatric surgery? Are we talking seven, eight pounds? Or are we talking 70, 80 pounds? Yeah, so this is not for people that are just a little bit overweight. You know, this is for morbid obesity. Now, a lot of, there's a lot of misconception. You know, you don't have to be 600 pounds to, to have weight loss surgery. You know, mm -hmm. what we look at, uh, the number we use is the BMI or the body mass index. And so, uh, but if you look at the weight, which is what most people are more familiar with, you know, we typically say about 90 pounds or more over your ideal body weight. So honestly, our typical patient is more, you know, 250, 280, 300, uh, you know, somewhere in that range is, is more commonly what we see. Uh, you know, we do operate on people that are, you know, 600 plus and mm -hmm. we do see that but uh, uh, but you know most of the people are more in the you know mid 200s upper 200s and that seems to be the kind of the medium range for a lot of folks yeah I mean, especially you know, in louisiana right that's what i was going to say yeah, yeah especially in, and in shreveport lot, yeah. too absolutely and and it's almost you know it's almost like it's accepted sometimes you know it's 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 so common it's so prevalent here that that people you know and i think that's part of how it kind of sneaks up on people is that you know, people don't realize that they're that much overweight and they don't realize how unhealthy that is for them over time. Yeah. Well, if you're watching right now and you got some, some questions about whether or not you would qualify, if you'd like to ask Dr. Barnes, give us a buzz, 318-219-4569. This is kind of a great way for you to get your questions answered completely free of charge. and. Uh, the best to do it, I tell you what, when it comes to bariatric surgery and losing weight. Um, you touched on this, Dr. Barnes, a little bit ago, but one thing I, I think that is very fascinating and important to touch on are the impacts that, okay, folks look in the mirror, they know they may be a little heavy, uh, but there are so many more things that impact their health, like diabetes and things like that. So we'll touch on that in a minute, but got our first caller of the day, We've got Tony on the line. Good morning, Tony, how are you? What's your question for Dr. Barnes? Uh, yes, I had the vertical vanity gastroplasty about uh, 30 years ago and have gained a lot of the weight back. What, uh, do you have any type of surgery that you can do, some sort of revision procedures uh, to correct that? Yeah, I do actually. That uh, and, and it's interesting, that's kind of what I was just talking about. That's one of those operations that, that was very popular in the 80s. Um, in early 90s, um, but is not done anymore. Um, this is also referred to as the stomach stapling surgery. Um, and, um, and, and, and we don't do that operation anymore because we've had a lot of issues with it. And, and either people have a lot of vomiting with that, we see that a lot, or people just gain their weight back. And those are both very common problems. And so we can um, um, convert that operation to a gastric bypass 
and we see really nice weight loss with that. Most of the, the other health issues that go along with being overweight are, go, are gonna go away. So we definitely have, have a great option for you uh, in converting what you have over to a gastric bypass. And I've done a lot of those because okay. there were so many of those operations done here uh, in the 80s and 90s. Dr. Shamblin uh, had a, a long career doing those here. Uh, Dr. Norwood following him. And so there were thousands of those operations done in this area. And so I'm very, very familiar with that. Okay. Well, Tony, thank you a lot. Thank you so much for your call. We appreciate it, pal. Okay, I have, I have one, one more question. Would the sleeve gastrectomy be it's really not for what you've had. You know, when you've had the, the, the stomach staping or the VBG, um, really the only option is to convert that over to a gastric bypass. Uh, and honestly, that's the operation you want. You're gonna have much better results anyway, but, but uh, I, don't do a, I don't convert that operation to a sleeve. It's technically extremely difficult to do that, and, and even if you could, the results would not be nearly as good. Okay, thank you. You're no welcome. Problem. Thanks for your call. Yeah. Great questions there, Tony. Appreciate that. So if you have a question for Dr. Barnes, give you that number again. It's at the bottom of your screen, 318-219-4569. Um, I heard that uh, a lot in the early days of uh, when it comes to surgical um, aspects of the stomach and weight loss and things, stomach stapling. You were saying that they kind of got away from that in recent years. Um, well, uh, yes and no. You know, th that operation sort of got nicknamed the stomach stapling surgery, and so mm -hmm. that's what you know it's called in uh, a lot. Uh, it's sort of a misnomer because the operations we do now are also stomach staplings. Yeah. You know, it's just a different different technique and and you know different type of surgery. But uh, but anytime you do bariatric surgery, you're going to staple some of the stomach with the sleeve gastrectomy. We remove about two thirds of the stomach. We just kind of staple right up the, the the side of it, and then take out that that lateral part of the stomach and okay. remove it. Uh, with the bypass, we staple off a small stomach pouch um, and then uh, bring the intestine up and hook it up to that. So, okay. But they all do involve staples, but just a different operation. Okay, that was going to bring me to my next question. Just kind of mm -hmm. reassure folks out there that this is a very safe surgery. Yeah, it is. I mean, it, it's not without risk. There are risks with any surgery. Mm -hmm. That's just inherent. And, you know, one of the things we do uh, for new patients, we do a a free seminar every week and we talk about a lot of the stuff we're talking about here. We're gonna go through each of the operations and how they work, pros and cons, and then we're, all gonna, we're also gonna talk about risk and complications that can occur with surgery. Now, fortunately, they're rare. Mm -hmm. Most people are gonna go through without any of those issues. And you know, what I always tell people is you've gotta sort of weigh both sides. You know, these are the risk of surgery, which are, are, are you know, again, uncommon. But then you've got to also look at the risk of not having surgery, the risk of morbid obesity, because in most people, those risks are much greater than the risk of having an operation. Absolutely. Let, just to branch off of that, too, for some of the folks that are watching right now, um, you touched on the numerous medical problems that people can have over carrying that amount of weight. You're talking sleep apnea, diabetes, things like that. Um, what are the typical results once somebody has uh, this type of surgery to, to see some results when it comes to those other things, the diabetes or getting better sleep or things like that, aside from just the cosmetics? Yeah, so we see, uh, you know, the cure rate average is about 80% for most of those medical issues. Okay. So the high blood pressure, the sleep apnea, 
80% um, meaning completely off medications, uh, 80%. off of your CPAP machine for sleeping. Wow. Yeah, I mean, that's a huge number. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's most people uh, get off of all their meds. And um, diabetes, diabetes is crazy. We see for, with the gastric bypass, which is a better operation for diabetes, we see for type 2 diabetes about an 85-90% cure rate of their diabetes, curing diabetes with surgery. Wow. And it's fast. It's, it's usually about a day and a half after surgery, their diabetes is gone. Um, wow. And, you know, we check their sugars in the hospital afterwards. Yeah. By the time they go home, and it's a one-night stay in the hospital after surgery, by the time they go home the next day, most patients' blood sugars are back in the normal range and they're off of their medication. That's incredible. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's that truly is. I mean, people they could live decades with diabetes and the yeah. shots and the yeah everything. And, and that the goes thing with, with diabetes, you know, in the short term, it's just kind of a nuisance, and you know, you got to do the shots and you've got to take the pills and watch what you eat and you know all that stuff. But the long term is where diabetes can really be catastrophic when you talk about amputations and and blindness and kidney failure and dialysis and. And, you know, and all these, you know, very real, very serious, you know, complications that occur long-term with diabetes. Yeah. Uh, and when you've got an operation that can cure that disease the majority of the time, I mean, that's pretty huge. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, you're talking life-changing surgery and you don't have to wait years to see the benefits. Yeah. 24 hours, that really yeah. is incredible. Um, well, I know some folks out there watching right now, probably an obvious question, I don't know the answer to this. What I'm asking you is, uh, does insurance or will insurance cover these surgeries? Yeah, so um, most of the time it does. Uh, and that's, a lot of people think this is all, you know, you gotta, you know, it's a cash pay thing and it's really not. I even have doctors come ask me all the time, uh, you know, how, you know, is, is ask about that. And it's really most of the time we do this through insurance. So mm -hmm. most insurances, now it's not all, but the majority of insurances cover bariatric surgery. Uh, and Medicare covers bariatric surgery. And so we take all of that, we take any insurance payer. Uh, we don't accept Medicaid as the primary, that's the only one we don't take. Uh, but Medicare or any of the commercial insurances, most of them cover it. Um, and um, um, and we accept all of those. That is huge, and I'm sure if people want to find out ahead of time, um, they can probably reach out to your office. You guys go through yeah. that little qualifying. Yeah, period. and that's because you know the insurance stuff. It's a little complicated, and so we we sort of take care of all that stuff for the mm -hmm. patients. And you know all they have to do is call and give us their insurance information, and then my office staff will will call the insurance company check check if they have coverage, what their benefits are, how much their co-pays would be and things like that. And so we can, uh, uh, you know, sort of help, uh, you know, get all that worked out for the yeah. patients uh, if they call the office. Make it as streamlined as possible. So, yes. But I agree with you. Insurance isn't always the easiest sometimes. No, it's not. They try to make it difficult sometimes. You have to <laughs> navigate all the yeah. little hoops and hurdles. And uh, but, but, you know, I mean, that's what we do every day. So we, you know, we, we you know, kind of take over all that stuff. That is awesome. Helping people out ahead of time. Well, it's hard to believe we're almost uh, halfway through already with our discussion with Dr. Barnes. So we've got a little bit of time left. So pick up the phone, give us a call 318-219-4569. It's really the time to do it. If you maybe a loved one, maybe obese, carrying some serious weight, uh, you want to figure out a great, safe, and effective way to lose that weight, help you out with diabetes, sleep apnea, number of other issues as we've been talking about. Um, but I think some some folks out there would also be wondering, 
what can I eat if I have these surgeries? Does that mean I'm going to be eating applesauce for three meals a day for the rest <laughs> of my life? Break down how, how our diet is going to have to change Sure, here. that's a great question because it does not mean that. You know, I have people ask me all the time, am I just going to be on pureed foods for the rest of my <laughs> right, life? And, right, right. You know, baby food and stuff like that, <laughs> yeah. and, and uh, which is kind of disgusting. So, no. Um, so, uh, early on, the diet is limited. Um, we do uh, clear liquids for a couple weeks and then full liquids for, for another month after that. So it's about six weeks of liquids. Now, the nice thing with the surgery, part of how it works afterwards is it decreases your appetite. And so most people's hunger level goes way down after surgery. And so that sounds really miserable being on liquids for six weeks, but, but it really, um, you know, it's not that bad. And then we start a soft solid diet and then we just gradually add foods back into the diet. Every time you come in, we give a new list of foods you can add. Um, it's a full nine months before we have people back on everything, but eventually you're back on basically all foods. Um, you're just going to eat less of it. And yeah. I always tell people you're going to fill up on a dessert plate amount of food instead of a dinner plate amount of food. Okay, so you're down to half a beignet instead of six of them. Yes. So that's great. Well, hopefully no beignets. Those <laughs> well, okay. Are, those Bad are pretty example. high calorie. Bad but. example right there. So, all right, well, we do have our next caller on the line. Jeanette, how are you? I'm doing fine. How are you today? I'm sitting here watching Channel 3 News, and I was trying to find out where is Dr. Burns' office. I want to get my granddaughter there in a hurry. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks, Jeanette. Yeah, so I'm, a, I'm in the Highland Clinic, which is on uh, Burt Coons here in Shreveport. Uh, it's adjacent to the uh, Christus Highland Hospital, which is where we do all of our surgery. Uh, so uh, the Highland Clinic, the easiest way you can just call my office and that's 798-4433 and, uh, and they can kind of get your granddaughter plugged in. Um, but we're, uh, we're right over there on Burke Coons next, next to the uh, Christus Highland Hospital. Uh, and that's where we do all our work and I'm chief of staff there at the hospital. And, uh, um, and so that's where we do everything. Thank you so much. You're no welcome. problem, and good luck, Jeanette, with uh, with your granddaughter there. Hopefully, everything gets worked out. But he's the man to talk to. Definitely going to help you out. So Bye. thank you very much. All right. Well, thanks to Jeanette and Tony so far for their calls. If you have a question for Dr. Barnes, give us a call, 318-219-4569. Got about 10 minutes left, and we're going to cut the calls off with about three minutes remaining in the Healthline 3. So make sure you give, uh, give us a call right now if you have any questions related to bariatric surgery. Um, and one thing you wanted to touch on, Dr. Barnes, too, uh, was the, the injections so to speak. Yeah, uh, give us the, and give I, us the I like to talk about this for a minute just because yeah. it's so, uh, it, it's such a new and hot topic right now and, 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 and we get asked about this stuff all the time. The, you know, we're talking about the weekly injections for weight loss that probably most people have heard some about now. Mm -hmm. So this is medications like Ozempic, yes. uh, Wagovi, Monjaro. Mm -hmm. um, and, um, and so I get asked all the time, you know, what about that? How does that compare to surgery? And so what we're seeing with these injections is they, they do work better than any medication that we've had before. Mm -hmm. uh, and you know, medications like Adipex and Topamax and things like that. Uh, the injections work better than those for most people. Um, there are problems with it. And, and first of all, we don't see the kind of weight loss that we see with surgery for mm -hmm. one thing. 
but the problem with any medication that I that I that I, I struggle with is that they work reasonably well while you're on it, but as soon as you stop it, for most people, their weight's going to come right back on. Yeah. And so when you're looking at something, you know, long-term permanent weight loss, uh, they really just don't do what surgery does. And then the other issue we're having with them is there really is not much availability right now. People are just, the pharmacies can't get them. Um, uh, you know, there's been an increase in demand and so they just aren't available. And then a lot of times the insurance doesn't cover them and they are pricey. They're about $1,200 a month without Oof. insurance. And so they're really expensive. Yeah. Um, so, it, you know, it's a good tool. I do actually prescribe that some and, and, and uh, for you know various things. And so it's certainly a part of our armamentarium that we use to treat obesity. But in terms of just looking at treating somebody that's morbidly obese to get a significant weight loss and a long-term weight loss, I think surgery is, is, is far and away more, much more successful than any sort of pill or injection. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, just the other day, we did a story about uh, Ozempic specifically and uh, the fact that some of these side effects seems to be catching some people off guard yeah. uh, a little bit. And that's the other issue with those two. And, and I sort of put the side effects in two categories. There's the, the, the common ones that are less severe and nausea is the biggest one with that. You know, most people, I just saw a patient a couple hours ago today who was really, you know, struggling with nausea with the Ozempic. And, and so I would say at least half the people have issues with nausea. And honestly, I think that's part of how it works. When you're nauseated, you're not gonna eat as much. Uh, so we do see nausea a yeah. lot with them. There are more serious side effects that are much less common. Mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, pancreatitis is probably the one that I've, I've seen more than anything. Uh, but you know, there can be more serious side effects with them too. Now, fortunately, those are, are relatively rare. Uh, but the issue with nausea and also diarrhea is another common one that I hear a lot, uh, a lot of. Uh, so there can definitely be some GI side effects with that. All right. Well, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because that is something we hear a lot of. It's kind of like the hot ticket nowadays. Yeah. The hot ticket to lose weight. Yeah. Unfortunately, it can run several side effects and things like that. But one thing I, I like about these surgeries that you perform is once people stop taking um, you know, the medicines and things like that, their stomach is a certain size. So it's not like, um, you know, all of a sudden, if you stop doing this or stop doing that, as long as you don't go back to eating the beignets every single day. Walk us through, too, um, how your team helps people in their weight loss goals even after the surgery. Yeah, that's, a, that, that's such an important part of this. You know, the surgery uh, obviously is important, but the aftercare is a big part of this. If you just operate on somebody and then kick them to the curb, they're not gonna do nearly as well. And so we have a very aggressive aftercare program um, um, that most people follow. And a lot of that is just simply, you know, part of it's just coming in periodically. And I think when you do that, it just helps people stay focused. It adds some accountability to it. Uh, and so we see people on a very regular basis, you know, especially in that first year during that rapid weight loss phase. Um, and that way, if there are any issues, we can catch it early. If the weight loss slows and falls off the curve, we can sit down and say, okay, well, what are you eating? What are you drinking? You know, what, you know where are the extra calories coming from? Yeah. Help people kind of tweak their diet a little bit. Um, uh, we can make sure that, you know, we check labs on them periodically to make sure all their vitamin levels are doing okay. Um, um, you know, it's just a way of, of keeping people on track with their weight loss. 
and 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 that's a huge part of of the successful one because you can you know if you get people out through that first year they've had a successful weight loss and, and even after the year we still like to see people once or twice a month yeah. once or twice a month once or twice a year okay um just to you know again just to kind of add a little focus a little accountability uh knowing that you're going to come in from time to time uh and then again if we see people uh, you know and, and these operations aren't 100 percent. some people will regain some weight back afterwards but then we can catch it early if we mm -hmm. see that weight creeping up a little bit we can work on the diets that and that's sometimes where we do use the medications uh, to help people get back on track we use adipex or fentramine a lot we do use the uh, wagovi one of the injections uh, some for that as well um, uh, you know so it's part of what we do but 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 the follow-up is is extremely important and uh, really helps with the long-term success absolutely and I feel like the mental side of it too um, just knowing that you have an entire team behind you on your goal I mean yeah. that can make all the difference and thinking you know this is all on me and all the added stress that if you do kind of falter a little bit you do gain a couple extra pounds and know that it's not the end of the world and part of it too is is, is you know a lot of the people I would say probably most of the people that we operate have to some degree a food addiction mm -hmm. and sure. so you know that's something that we help people uh, deal with as well is is you know that unhealthy relationship with food uh, that people have and and you know a lot of times it's you know it's sort of self-medicating with food and, sure. and it's not unlike addiction to alcohol or drugs or gambling or you know whatever other addiction you want to put out there right. uh, and so you know we really help people deal with that we have support groups uh, to address that a lot of times I address it just one-on-one -on -one when I'm seeing them in the office and we have a lot of discussions about that um, and, and we also have therapists we can help plug people into if uh, you know if we feel like that would be helpful as well. Fantastic, kind of tackling the physical and the mental side of things yeah. all at once. Yeah. Um, I can't believe we've gone this long in the in the conversation without discussing the the technology. And Dr. Barnes uses some of the coolest technology out there. Break that down for us. Yeah, this fast. is always Nate's favorite part. <laughs> God talking is. about the robot. Yeah, and yeah, so, but it, it really is. I think this is so cool. Yeah, so and the, it helps with the re recuperation. It does, yeah. And so the way we do these operations has evolved over the years. When I first started doing these, which was about 28 years ago, everybody got a big open incision when we did their surgery, you know. And, and uh, and then in the late 90s, we started doing them laparoscopically with the little incisions, standing up there working through the little holes, watching it on the TV screen. Uh, and that was a big advance. But we're into kind of the next phase of surgery now, which is robotic surgery, which is which has really been a cool uh, advancement, a development. And so what that means, instead of me standing at the table working through these little holes, we now have the robot at the table and the instruments are attached to the robotic arms. And then I'm over on the other side of the room sitting at a console and then I'm using hand and foot controls controlling the robotic arms, which are in turn controlling the instruments inside the patient. Yeah. Uh, and so that technology, it gives us a lot more dexterity inside when we're working. And so it's allowed us to change how we do the operation quite a bit. So how that translates over to the patient side is that, that um, patients are having less pain afterwards. Uh, we've cut the hospital stay in half, so now it's just a one-night stay instead of a two-night stay. Uh, the recovery has gotten even quicker, so you know people are going back to work. Very commonly, people take about a week and a half off and are back at work. Uh, you know, full recovery is three or four weeks, but mm -hmm. you know most people you know are not having to miss too much work to go back. Uh, and so we just see some really nice uh, advantages there. I would say so. I mean. 
looking at the fact that you can have surgery, one night hospital stay, going to absolutely change your life, especially if you suffer from a uh, number of issues too. But the big thing too is we want to reiterate, Dr. Barnes, the fact that this is, this is going to change people's lives if they look into this. And I don't want you to leave without letting people know, uh, you know, you just told Jeanette and Tony, both of which are going to follow up with you. Um, where can folks find you if they have some more questions after this helpline wraps up? We've got, you know, about two more minutes. I want people to be able to find you. So yeah, where, where so they do that? Um, the easiest way is to just call my office, and that's 798-4433. And you can talk to Ashley or Taylor. They're going to answer the phone. Um, and we can check on, on your insurance and, and see if you know, patients have coverage. Um, and then like I, I think I mentioned earlier, we do a seminar every Tuesday morning uh, for new patients. It's a small group. It's usually, you know, four, five, six people, something like that. Um, and we sit down with the small group, go through all the information about weight loss surgery for 30 minutes or so. And then I meet with each person individually and we kind of go through their medical history and come up with a plan individualized to each patient moving forward. Uh, which operation we're going to do, what the steps we need to do to get to that point. Um, and, uh, and so, but the first step is just call the office and, 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 you know, we will sort of guide patients from there moving forward. Fantastic. And uh, I'm sure you guys have a website as well. We do. Yeah. And that's yeah. highlandclinic.com. Uh, and then I'm also on Facebook. It's just under my name, James Barnes, MD. And, and uh, there's a lot of good information on there as well. Well, fantastic. Well, great discussion here today, Dr. Barnes. You're certainly doing some amazing, innovative things when it comes to bariatric surgery, helping people lose some serious weight. And uh, we really appreciate having on uh, you being on our Healthline 3 roster. You, well, uh, I love sharing here. this stuff. It's just, it really is life-changing. And, and, you know, we're just you know, trying to make people aware of, of, of you know, the, you know, this is, you know, such a great option for, you know, for weight loss when you in, get into that morbid obesity range. Absolutely. Well, if you or a family member have any issues, he is the man to talk to, Dr. James Barnes at the Highland Clinic. So check him out today. So that's, uh, appreciate you, Dr. Barnes. Great Healthline 3. Nate. That's going to do it for us. We certainly hope that you have a happy and a healthy day.